There are three non-negotiables every business owner needs to get ahead, traffic, leads, and sales. But with so much noise in the online marketing industry, it's hard to know what works and what doesn't. That's what Unfiltered is all about, giving real entrepreneurs the real truth about making a huge impact with their businesses, fluff free. I'm your host, Lena Elkins, and I hope you love the episode. Hey guys, Lena here. Just so you know what this is, this is the audio version of the live stream that I did with Mike Michalowicz yesterday. Mike Michalowicz, as you guys know, is a friend of mine, somebody who we've had on the podcast before, and he's the author of Profit First, The Pumpkin Plan, Clockwork, many best-selling books, and now Fix This Next, which if you guys have not ordered Fix This Next yet, it just came out uh, about a week ago, and I'm going to be sure to include that Amazon link down below in the show notes. So we did this Facebook Live uh, on Facebook, obviously, but it was so powerful, and it was so different from our previous recording that we had done for the podcast, there was so much extra value, so many different perspectives that were shared. I wanted to be sure to strip the audio and turn this into a separate podcast episode for you guys, almost like a 2.0. So if it sounds a little bit different than a regular episode, or if you're wondering why we're having him as a guest again, that's what's going on. With that, I hope you guys enjoy it. Bye. Lena, thanks for doing this. Even though we had those technical problems in the beginning, you pulled it off. So thank you. I know there's always tech drama. We just do the best that we can. Um, so happy to have you guys here. I feel like you need no explanation or no introduction. And uh, I know a lot of people also heard my podcast episode with you as well, which was such a good time. Um, but tell us a little bit about yourself, your background very quickly, and then tell us more about Fix This Next and why this is so exciting. Thank you. Thanks. So, uh, well, my name is Mike Michalowicz and you can see behind me, I have all my books strategically positioned there. I'm a, uh, a business author for small businesses uh, and have been for the last 12 years, but the entirety of my life, an entrepreneur, ever since I graduated college, I actually couldn't get a job. So I started a business and I fell in love with entrepreneurship. So I've been doing that for over 25 years and just found that the journey for myself and for so many of us is unnecessarily difficult. So I set out to learn ways to make it easier. So my life's purpose is to eradicate entrepreneurial poverty. And what that is, is this perception, the day you start your business, your friends think you're a millionaire and sit on the beach you know, drinking margaritas. And the reality is we're struggling, we're making no money and we're working our tails off. So how do we close that gap? So every book right. I write is about closing the gap for entrepreneurial poverty, making the journey simpler and uh, hoping you know entrepreneurs achieve that vision they have because it supports our global economy, particularly now. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And so tell me, I, I know obviously this book has been in the works for a long time now, but what actually inspired Fix This Next? And give us a little insight into why this is so unique compared to- Yeah, yeah, let me, actually I have a copy right next to me. Let me grab it right here. Cool. It's right here. So um, you, you, this is how it came about five years ago. So it takes me about five years to write a book and I'm not the most technically savvy. So when we're having problems this morning, it's like, oh my gosh, if I'm involved, it's only gonna get worse. But uh, I sent out an email to my list five years ago of readers asking them, what's the biggest challenge you face in the year ahead, expecting to get, you know, I need marketing help or some sp something specific I could write about. And the feedback came in because I accidentally sent the email out three times in the same day. I must have triple clicked or something. And the same people responded multiple times in the same day with different biggest annual challenge. Hmm. Like, so some people said, my biggest challenge this year is sales in the morning. And by the afternoon, they're saying my biggest challenge this year is hiring employees. And that's when it became very clear to me that truly the biggest challenge entrepreneurs have 
is knowing what their biggest challenge is. And that, that became the inception for this book is how to find a method to pinpoint exactly what we need to work on. Entrepreneurs don't have to fix everything. There's no question. Every challenge that's thrown our way, we can put out that fire and resolve it. The thing is, is it the right thing we're working on? And most of us, it's pure hap it's pretty haphazard. The, the agenda is dictated more by email and questions and distraction than it is by truly focusing on the true north of an organization. So this book, it helps people find exactly what they need to work on next to pinpoint the one biggest challenge, see through it, and then revisit the method to find the next biggest challenge and deliberately move the business forward. Yeah, I think that that's so important. There is so much overwhelm, like we all know that. Yeah. Um, but also just, I think what we find is that the people who do get stuck in entrepreneurial poverty, it's just because they're constantly putting out fires and they're not really thinking yes. about the long-term you know, yes. success. So um, in here, in, in Fix This Next, I have a thing called the survival trap. And it, it's that point exactly that most of us are just putting out fires. And, and the example works like this is three steps. Step one is draw A and put a circle around it on a piece of paper right in the center. And what A represents is where we are right now in our business, you know, point A. Um, and for many of us, it's crisis, challenge, struggle, opportunity, or any of those elements. Then step two is you draw three or four arrows away from A in any directions you choose. And those arrows represent actions we can take right now to escape from the challenge or get out of the challenge we're facing now. The final step, step three, is you draw the letter B in the bottom right corner of that piece of paper and put a circle around it. What point B represents is the vital need of your business, what you need to do next. And chances are, if you did this in your head or on a piece of paper, you drew very few arrows toward A, perhaps, or towards B, perhaps no arrows toward B. And the reason is, of course, it's very obvious. I didn't know where B was. How can I draw arrows towards something where I don't know where it is? And that's the problem. We know where A is. We know what the now is, but we don't know what B is, the next. We know the now, not the next. So we constantly escape A going to new A's. So we're constantly moving around in the business. And so businesses that experience this, uh, this phenomena often hit a ceiling very quickly. They, they can't get past something. They can't make those successful hires for some reason. They can't get past a certain revenue number. Every day is a panic. That's because they don't know what to do next. They don't know where B is. They're simply escaping A, to your point. Hmm. Yeah, it completely makes sense. So how do you know? I mean, what is that hierarchy of business, right? Yeah, it's a great question. So uh, it's good to have the book here because on the backside, <laughs> right there, instead of doing the old endorsements and stuff, I have the graph of how to find B. So there's five levels here that you can see, and they go as follows. And this is called the business hierarchy of needs. The base level for every business is sales. Sales is the creation of cash. It's the oxygen for a business. If you have no cash coming in, the business is suffocating. It's not breathing. So we need to create cash. But once there's some degree of sales, then we elevate to the next need, which is profit. Profit is the creation of stability in an organization. In other words, it's the retention of cash so that the business can navigate the bumps and bruises of its trajectory, which particularly right now with the COVID crisis, there's some massive dips going on. Businesses that were profitable are sustaining right now because they're afforded time to make appropriate decisions for their business. Businesses that were not profitable went into immediate desperation. They're trying to sell their way out of it, or sadly, many have shuttered their doors. It's actually this profit level. Warren Buffett has a famous saying. He says, when the tide goes out, you see who's been swimming naked. <laughs> and uh, when the recession comes through, you see what businesses weren't profitable. Mm -hmm. The next level above that is called order. Order is the creation of organizational efficiency. And the ultimate acid test here is if a business owner can work for 
four weeks. Uh, I'm sorry, remove themselves from business from the business for four consecutive weeks, and the business continues to work on its own in their absence. That's a business that has a often a higher degree of organizational efficiency. The, the goal is for the business to be able to run on automatic and not be dependent on the owner or any linchpin employee. Next level above that is called impact. Impacts the creation of transformation. This is where businesses are not in the process of transactions, but they're in the process of having those transactions be transformative. They are shifting people's lives. The highest level is called legacy. Legacy is the creation of permanence. What's so fascinating about my research here is this is where a business owner identifies that she was never a business owner in the first place. She's been a business steward. She had a responsibility to bring life to this entity, but it's about the entity, about the business more than her involvement in the business. And so with this hierarchy understood, what we do is we always look at the foundation first and say, do we have any sales coming in? If no, we got a sales problem. If we do have sales, is it adequate to support any profit? If no, then maybe we have a sales problem. If it is adequate to support any profit, is there profit? If not, we got to focus on profit. And if it's adequate to support order, we then move up here. So we keep on asking, is there any sales? Is there is it adequate to support profit? Is there any profit? Is it adequate to support order? And you ask those questions as you go up this chart. It's like it's like a uh, building a, a structure. If you're building a five-story building, you have to put a foundation, the basement in first. But the basement simply needs to be adequate and appropriate to support the first story. You don't put like a skyscraper, you know, basement on it, and you put a little tool shed of profit on it because the profit will collapse in it. And you don't make a little basement and you put a skyscraper on it because it'll crush the basement. So it all works in relation. And so uh, that's the business hierarchy of needs. Start the foundation, work your way up, find where your next need is. That's the B, that's your vital need. Resolve it and you go through this process of an analysis again. I see. It's so, so, so cool. And I'm curious, in your mind, I know you did so much market research around this. What sort of industries or what types of businesses do you think this will really work for? Because I'm imagining, you know, there's a lot of solopreneurs out there, right? Or people yeah. who are just getting started, you know, oh, I haven't even managed to really nail down the consistent sales piece yet, right? So how do I fit into this and how can I make the most out of this? Yeah, great question. Well, what I did was I translated this back from the, the Maslow hierarchy of needs, which is human needs. And what was so fascinating as I was studying that is that the human needs, the essence of humanity is all identical. On the outside, we judge ourselves as different, you have different gender, different skin color, different things. But if we peel back the skin effectively, the essence, the biological makeup of humanity is identical, regardless of where you live on this planet, where you were born, any of those elements. Therefore, if I go to like the doctor's office, for example, because I'm having you know, cardiac arrest, she doesn't look at me and say, oh, Mike, your, your heart, is it in your foot? Or like, where do you keep it? It's, it's always in the chest. It's always in the same spot for all of humanity. So businesses are the same. When you peel back the skin of a business of a solopreneur or even companies the size of Microsoft or Google, these massive companies, the inherent makeup is the same. So if you're a brand new business just starting out, we'd simply ask ourselves, do we have adequate sales to start the business or build the business? And the answer may be no, you have a sales issue. Well, interestingly, Amazon, one of these mega companies, went right back to the sales foundation when the COVID crisis came out. They had to reorganize what they were selling and prioritizing it. They had a sales problem because of the shifting demand. So regardless of your size or your stage or how far along you are, we always use the identical business DNA, if you will. For sure. It completely makes sense. Thank you for explaining that. And what's just another, before we start, you know, wrapping up, what's another little tidbit that you want to share? Another little insight. Of course, people can go ahead and order the book after I get their hands on it. But what's another little like 
Mike strategy that you yeah yeah I'll give you something that's really actionable actually it's a translation of someone else's strategy by uh, the author was Susie Welsh but I included it because it's such a powerful strategy it's called the 10 10 10 method in crisis like we're experiencing right now where there's rapid change and it's faster than ever right now most people are putting value and significance on the immediate impact if I do this I get that but we're not considering the long-term consequences so most business owners are getting short-term relief escaping a in in trade and the trade is long-term agony the business is not progressing and they're going to struggle so the 10 10 10 method was a method developed by susie welsh that represents 10 minutes 10 months and 10 years and anything we're considering we ask ourselves how am i going to feel in 10 months uh, 10 minutes 10 months 10 years so for example maybe i lay off an employee i'm considering that because i can't afford my cost anymore well how do i feel in the next 10 minutes i'll feel horrible they're a great employee. They've been extremely loyal. They're great workers. They don't deserve to be laid off. Well, most of us stop our consideration there and we don't take action. Then we have to reflect, according to her, the next 10 months. Well, how am I going to feel in 10 months? Well, if I lay this person off now, as horrible as I feel in 10 months, my business may still exist because I cut costs as fast as possible. And they may be glad because the government has a lot of cushioning right now in place for people that get furloughed. So I can lay that person off. In 10 months, I actually may be able to hire them back because my business sustained through the COVID crisis. And then we say, well, 10 years, how I feel. Well, 10 years, that's my retirement. I'm planning to sell this business one day. This is my biggest investment and the biggest potential return. If I, if I lose the business now, that will never happen. So if I make hard decisions now in 10 years, I'll be eternally grateful. And by looking at these three elements, the immediate, mid and long term, we start to make a much more thoughtful and rounded decision and may make a decision that we wouldn't make just in the immediate moment. So that's the 10, 10, 10 method and a real simple tip to navigate the business hierarchy of needs and all these considerations that are coming our way. Yeah, so powerful. And it also helps you to eliminate the constant putting out fires and really thinking about the long term. I love that. Well, yeah. Mike, let us know. And I'm sure, by the way, I'm not looking at comments right now because I get so distracted. I'll be like on my phone and I'll be checking here. So what we'll do, I'll be seeing uh, comments come through once we wrap up this call and then we can always go back in and respond to them. But tell us in the meantime, how can we get our hands on the book? And of course, I'll be including links down below as well. Oh, thank you. Um, and actually, I'll do something really cool. So you can get it on Amazon and uh, I want to make a bold ask that you actually get it right now in this moment as we're doing this live or if you're watching the recording. And, and I'll tell you two reasons why. One is I committed five years to this work because this is the most important work I think of my life in that for, I, I wrote the book for managing crisis. I never expected the crisis we're experiencing now. So I promise anyone gets it, it's the most affordable and effective way I can serve you. It's $25 or less and it's everything I know about how to manage the situation. The second reason, and it's selfish, is that if people buy it right now, I just launched the book this past week, if you get it right now, the Amazon engine, how it works is it starts promoting it to other entrepreneurs. So it's the greatest way for other entrepreneurs to discover the book if you get it. So that's how it serves me. And um, I just asked you to get it on Amazon. But here's the thing I want to do as a thank you. If anyone gets it right now, just email me. Or if you're watching the recording, do the same. My email is mike at mikemichalowitz.com. You'll see the spelling of my name when you get the book. Email me mike at mikemichalowitz.com and put Lena rocks and put a boatload of exclamation marks after that. Uh, and uh, just tell me you got the book. You don't have to send the receipt or any of that stuff, but just tell me you got the book. I trust you. And what I'll do is I'm going to send you in response this thing called the lost content. I, um, I, when I wrote the book, it ended up about 50 sections I removed because I had to keep the book succinct. But there's some interesting, powerful stories in there and some unique perspectives. So I'll send you that entire uh, piece to you in response. So 
get the book now if you desire. And I promise yeah, you, pretty good. At least five exclamation points in that email. At least. At least. I'm counting on you. That's amazing, Mike. Thank you so much. And I'm going to be including the Amazon link down below so people can easily grab that. Um, any other just bits of inspiring words before we sign off? Yeah. So the last thought is uh, it's crazy, but the world just punched small business owners and solopreneurs in the face. Like cold cocked us. We have a bloody nose and a black eye. And in the same moment, the world's like, please save me. Please save me. The backbone of the global economy is us. Every small business owner supports the economy. Over 50% of employees work for small business. Over 90% of the economy is based upon small business owners. 90% of businesses are small businesses. Therefore, our success is paramount. It is absolutely necessary. You've got to do this. So I just want to remind you, as crazy as it is to be beaten down by the world, the world needs you, us, more than ever. The world is starving for your success. So just stand up, step forward, and let's kick some ass. Amen. I love it. Thank you, Mike. Thank you so, so much. You Thank guys, you. if you end up watching this on the replay, comment hashtag replay party down below, and we will be sure to get to your questions. Lots of love, and we'll talk soon. See you later. Thank you. Thanks, Mike.